the Chiefs today had one of the most embarrassing games I've ever seen. Oh, I didn't see it. What happened? They won. Well, that's not embarrassing then. Well, hold on. It was them who are currently, I believe, 10 and 3 versus the Texans who are 1, 11 and 1. And it Mm -hmm. went into overtime. Oh, no. And it was like so many, so, so many penalties. Like just a penalty game. Everybody was playing like shit. Everybody was getting mad. The Chiefs were not putting in any effort. It was total embarrassment. So the whole, like, watching, and they, like, fumbled it and got sacked multiple times during uh, overtime. Dang. So it was a horrendous mess of a football game. That sucks. Well, I'm sorry about that. We won, so it's like, okay. It's so funny. It's so funny because it's like, y'all could root for a different football team, but y'all choose the Chiefs. And I don't yeah. want to dox you, but you don't live in Kansas City. <laughs> no, it's... I mean, I, I think I've told you the story about why we root for mm-hmm. them, right? Yeah. yeah it's a grandfather, it's a very, right? Pers- yeah, it's a very personal, very nice story, and I like it a lot. And yeah. like, and so it's like, I'm always going to root for them because of it. And like, you know, because I grew up as a Washington Commanders, formerly something else, uh, fan. Because that's what my, my mom's side of the family was fans of. Well, something so else was Washington football team. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and I'm okay with not rooting for them anymore. Yeah, they, they haven't really done much. Also, Dan Snyder's a fucking psycho. Oh, that's right. I, I need to do that. it. I need to do it. We need to do an episode on him, on him suing fans for not being able to pay for their season tickets during a recession, even though there was a wait list of other people that wanted to pay it. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you should do that. You yeah. Okay. That. That'll be an upcoming one. And then I am like, do in that. The, okay. Okay. I will. I might just do that. Um, but otherwise, so I was, uh, hanging out with my family this evening and I, um, had forgotten about this instance with my family and it, it's, uh, it brings a lot of joy Last year, we were in um, Telluride, Colorado over Christmas on a not ski track. And it was not, yeah, I mean, yeah, not, not to brag for sure. It was, like, I'm going to brag. It was nice. It was a nice ski trip. Like, I loved that. But one evening, we were at dinner. Uh, we went to this place that we really wanted to go to. And it was, like, you know, like, negative 10 degrees. I was fucking cold, windy. So we were, like, when there was, like, a 20-minute wait. So we were just wandering around outside, trying not to be hypothermic. And I... For some reason, Kathleen, my younger sister, was was really annoyed about, like, it was one of those things where it's like, you're just in a bad mood for no reason. Like, I get that. You know, you just, you know, it's been an annoying-ish day and you're just kind of pissed off. And so we, we finally get to the table and, like, Kathleen is just definitely starving, just annoyed. And the rest of us, and my mom, my dad, and I are not helping. And she's sitting there pissed. And my... My dad just decides, I'm going to push her buttons. And he takes out his phone and just takes a picture of her face. What? And, like, like he just, like, takes a picture of her sitting across the table from him. And she gives the camera the angriest look I've ever seen a human being make. I have never seen more pure rage in a human being's eyes than that exact moment that my dad caught on camera. And it is so fucking funny. It was so funny, in fact, that, uh, like, seeing that picture turned Kathleen's mood around. (laughs) Seeing how hilariously angry she was being fixed her mood and fixed the mood of the rest of the evening. Is there any way... To acquire this photo and to put it on top of the video version of this podcast. I, I will ask my dad for it and he will okay. send it to me. Sweet. It is so, I mean, you will see it and it, you will be like, whoa. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Incredible. I think your photo in my phone for like contacts yeah. um, is a photo I took of you in a drama class that we took in high school. Interesting. I want to make sure that you're... Longly blur out. Does this look familiar to you? If it'll, it is not coming up. Ah, oh, shoot. Oh, send me a screenshot really quick. Yeah, hold on. We're only gonna second. edit this down anyway, because yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do it the hard way. Darn. 
Uh, yeah, hold on. Refuse to do it. See, I'm going to make this super interesting and just be on my phone the entire podcast. <laughs> and new podcast theme. Does that photo look familiar to you as it is sending? Let's I don't remember this. Really? Tell me what it is and I might remember. Uh, I think it was either... Yeah, it was definitely drama class, and I just took it, and you hated it. And I was like, well, that's awesome. That's my photo for you now. <laughs> I don't remember the context, genuinely. It's a funny picture. Yeah. And it's back you'll, when you'll I had see my it and you'll laugh. kind of short hair, like, which wasn't great. I had some not excellent haircuts in high school. So. Oh, yeah. Got him. Don't. You don't have to back me up on it. That's not that's not something Woo! I wanted your your <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Nah, nah, your your hair your hair was fine. Are you saying like do you did do you not like your hair in high school? I like like I thought it was fine at the time, but like I'll, I'll somebody'll send me like a Snapchat memory from like seven years ago. And I'm like, oh what the fuck? <laughs> I there's have... one that there's one that our friend Kim likes to send me of me uh trying to flip a water bottle. And I okay. just, I didn't put my hair up that day and it looked extra stupid. Hey, you extra know, dumb. high school, nothing matters. It's all forgotten. This is true. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, they tore that know, building down. High school or now. Yeah, exactly. The building, the building has no memories because it doesn't mm -hmm. exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness. Building was dinky and sucked. The new one's a lot better. Yeah. I went into the lobby and then they said, you can't come in here because you didn't apply to come in or something. It was like, it was weird. Yeah. So. Oh, wonder why that is. Uh, let's. Uh... Oh yeah, true. Welcome to No Good Ideas, the podcast where Hank and I, and I'm being Brad, uh, talk about bad ideas throughout history and pop culture. And today is a fun one. I'm tired, as you can tell. I just heard a whoosh noise on my computer. That's the noise it does when it's deleting an application. What did it just do? Oh no! Did he delete the Mac? Uh, I'm assuming gone. an Adobe product just updated because they just like update themselves at random. Yeah, that makes sense. Open, yep. open. That's the case. Oh, I have two different After Effects. Um, yeah, okay. It's, it was After Effects. Yeah, they're updating. Anyway, I just was a little bit like, <laughs> that would have been bad. What if it? What if it deleted like? discord and you it it's gone anyway welcome to the podcast yeah welcome to the podcast oh it's been extra fun tonight it's gonna be a rough one guys i'm tired really yeah it's gonna be fun because it's later here and i'm not that tired Dude, folks today's episode should i just jump into it should we yeah, just let's just go for it let's, let's just, just go, go for, it. for it let's just go for it today's episode of no good ideas Will be presented in state of the art smell of listen. Oh shit! It's like we got a stinky bad idea. It's so stinky. It's like smell a vision, but for an audio medium. This is funny. This is right after my mama was. Uh, I was at my parents' house, and she was like, "Look at all the Christmas books that I have out that I used to read you as kids." And one of them was a scratch and sniff book. Ah, uh, that was really nice. Did, and the smell still, still smell? smelled exactly like they wow. did when I was a kid, and they smelled great. That's crazy. I would have assumed all the, the smell of it, I guess, be gone. It was one of them didn't work anymore. There was an orange. No. The other like, five, though, still worked and worked great. What are the scents? Um, gingerbread Man. Whoa. Pine, uh, pine Needles. Candy Cane. Um, apple Pie. Dang. So like it on the other one. It's all like Christmassy. Sense. Yeah, it was, it See, was a Christmas book. You could do without the orange, then. That's the least Christmassy one out of the bunch. Yeah, well, this was this is like an old book. It was like a reprint. It was this was book was printed in 1998. That's what's crazy. It still smells good. Wow. Even though it's printed in 1998, but this was also that book was like a revived. I think it was written in like the 60s. So this is back when you know orange for Christmas. Hell yeah! Dang, <laughs> we took out a loan for this orange. Yeah, exactly. Back when that was exciting. Mm -hmm. Um. Which honestly, nowadays, now that I'm, you know, not a child, dude, you give me an orange for Christmas. Fuck yeah, that sounds I'm awesome. Gonna, I ate a pear today. I love pears. I can never so get good. them when they're ripe. 
Uh, it's my really hard uncle, to get it right. My uncle loves sending like the Harry and David boxes. You know where those that's are? That's awesome. Yeah. I don't, but that sounds well, like it's, it's like a, it's a box, there. A box typically of like sweets and candy and stuff and like baked Ooh. goods. But this year it was all fruit. And Dude. we got some banger pears. Mm, Dude. So good. I'm jealous. That sounds awesome. I bought some apples at the store today. I bought um, uh, Honeycrisp apples. Those, those are, are good, good, right? Those are okay, good. Okay, cool. Bradley's the apple advisor because he, he comes into the call every once in a while. I was like, I'm eating this new kind of apple. And I genuinely looked for like some of the weird ones at the grocery yeah. store that you, that you mentioned. I couldn't find any of the ones that you had brought up. My favorite as the one I was eating last night uh, was Cosmic Crisp. And I just don't think Cosmic they're crisp. They're that far out yet. Maybe they are. I'm not too sure. Um, hmm. But dang, they're good. Anyway. I hope they get there. But yeah, so, so stinky bad ideas. We've stink, talked about we've well, we've warmed up with some nice smells and nice ideas. Yeah, but this episode is a smell a listen, you know, like smell a vision, but for an audio yeah. medium. Please take out your no good ideas with Brad and Hank branded smell a listen aroma cards, and when instructed, scratch and sniff the correlating number on your card to get the full experience. Please tell me this is a real thing. You have an actual plan to distribute because this sounds fucking awesome. Speaking of full experience, I sure love experiencing a nice hot cup of freshly brewed coffee. Scratch number two on your card now. Dang, that smells excellent. Mmm, delicious. Smells just like Java in the morning. So, you know what I'm talking about with this, like, smell of vision thing, remember? The like, it's it's like a movie gimmick, you know, trying to incorporate yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. just like kind of a add another dimension to the your perception of this film, right? And that's basically what we're gonna be talking about today. We're talking about <laughs> movie gimmicks, baby. Movie gimmicks. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Yeah, this, this is also. I think this is good timing because. We are currently in the early run of what I'd say is a pretty gimmicky movie. I'm excited to see the gimmick, but Avatar 2 is currently running. And oh, yeah, I'd say those movies are kind of gimmicky in the sort of like the real intense. Like, it's just about the visuals. Like, yeah, I don't say that is a bad thing <laughs> that they're gimmicky like that, but they are. That's the funny thing about that movie. I've heard reviews and all of the reviews have been. It looks great. It looks fantastic. And Which, I haven't heard anything about the story. <laughs> That's well, that's so unsurprising though, because it seems yeah. that his strategy with the Avatar movies is just make a basic story, basic ass story, and right. then make it look crazy. Okay. And I'm excited. I'm going to go see that on IMAX. I'm really hyped. Yeah. I mean, I got to go see the first one. Um, I saw yeah. it in 3D as a really re release, and it also looked really good. It looks better than literal Marvel movies that have released this year. Dang. It's yeah. VFX I, I should, uh, I, artists overworking, which. Sucks, big yeah, big not a good idea. But hey, we get a we get a decent movie out of it, so whatever. Um, and that's my official opinion on that. You can quote me. Um, <laughs> the official opinion on VFX overworking. All right, movie gimmicks. Is it just me or VFX artists overpaid? Let's keep going. Um, <laughs> that's a terrible opinion to have. Damn. Next up, just... teachers. Why do we give them so much money? <laughs> Anyway, uh, movie gimmicks. We're talking about movie gimmicks. <laughs> and um, it, so when I say gimmick for this episode, I kind of have like a high bar. I'm not just talking about like 3D or like IMAX, you know, because those gimmicks still have they have some sort of value. Like you said, with like with Avatar, it is a gimmick. But I mean, it looks cool. You know what yeah, I mean? There's there's you're paying for a certain type of movie going experience with that. Right. And in some ways that IMAX and 3D, they're still around. Are 3D movies still around? Yeah. You saw... Uh, well, you yeah, I, I, saw, I saw Avatar 1 in 3D like a couple months ago, and I think right. the new one is being viewed, is viewable in 3D. Okay, that's what I was wondering, because I haven't seen anything Because it doesn't take a special theater to, to play a movie no. like that. It's just, well, it's I just mean, the it, classes and yeah, display. You, and the projector, obviously. You need a really nice projector for it. Do normal film projectors not work for 3D? Because I thought yeah. that it was just kind of a sort of overlay method with the way the film is rendered. Yes, but the way it works with the glasses, it's one of your, it's like two, it's, you know, when you take off the glasses, you see like double? Yeah. It's the way that your lenses work, it blocks out one of the lenses, one of the, the, yeah, like, yeah, I know frames. that. I just thought that. 
I didn't know that it needed a different projector to do yeah, that. Yeah, because you, you need a special sort of, I don't know the science of it, but it's like a different kind of light in a way. Oh, I thought yeah. it just like, it just was like they just kind of put the movie, like they exported it that way and it just played nah. on a normal projector. Nah. Well, check out the animation guy not knowing shit. You idiot. <laughs> idiot. Yeah, seriously, I just showed my stupid. Um, My bad. Nah, Today it's I learned. Okay. Yeah, it's so, okay. But they do still play 3D movies. They still do have those projectors, I okay. guess. Okay, but uh, with these movie gimmicks, we're going to talk about the, some of them that are so bad, and some of them actually are kind of cool, and I wish they'd still be around. Uh, All right. That there's no way they'd stick around today. And if we're going to talk about these gimmicks, we have to start with the one that's probably most well-known, the one I referenced before, Smell-O-Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, so Smell-O-Vision is the idea of connecting specific scents to entertainment to create a more like authentic experience. Yeah, it seems more distracting to me than anything. Yeah, it's, it sounds like you're asking me, you're taking me out of the movie so that I can do some work. Right. <laughs> It'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm smelling a, yeah, that is chocolate. Ha ha. And it's a scene about chocolate. That's funny. <laughs> I believe it now. Yeah. Whoa, this is real chocolate. <laughs> um, but did you know that Smell-O-Vision can be traced back to the 1800s? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, in 1868, a Smell-O-Vision-like effect was used in a performance of a dance like variety show called uh, the Fairy Air the Fairy Acorn Tree in London, and they pumped in the scent of perfume for one of the dances. Okay, yeah, so kind of going back all the way back to the eighteen hundreds, and That's cool. When it comes to being used for movies, smell actually predates sound. They experimented really? using smell before sound. Now, that makes sense, though. Because yeah. I, in terms of a person who doesn't understand, I still don't understand how the thing makes the sound. How a speaker makes sound baffles me, and I will never understand it. Mm-hmm. But how a thing makes a scent puts some juice in the air that smells like that. I don't know. Like That sounds pretty simple to me. Right. Um, they, in 1906, there was a newsreel, you know, newsreel, just like the footage of news and it was being played in a theater. It was about the Rose Bowl game in Pasadena and they incorporated rose oil in front of an electric fan. And when they played it, they, it smelled like roses. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think that's seriously, that exactly why, like it's pretty, seems pretty simple to engineer that. So it makes a lot of sense. Even though it seems so crazy because smell is not a part of film nowadays. Right. Sound is very much a part of film. Mm-hmm. But interesting. Yeah. I found that that was like the most interesting thing I found. I was like, whoa. Um, but the first real time that like Centovision is what it was called was being marketed as part of a movie can go back to the 1939 World's Fair with uh, this guy named Hans Laub. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce his name. Um, he was able, this is crazy. He connected pipes throughout the theater to pump out scents to individual seats. And he could control the timing of the scents with, quote, as quickly and easily as the soundtrack of a film produces sound. So he had this entire system of pipes throughout the theater. That's almost like if he's controlling it live, that's like almost like a live performance kind of thing. It kind of is. Yeah, I like that. But uh, a lot of people didn't think of it like that because you can't really drum up enough interest of the technology because it's kind of distracting. Let's be real. Um, yeah, one guy, no, s- yeah, I yeah. can see how it would be. Mm-hmm. But one guy said he couldn't understand the movie because he had a cold. Oh, so it was that intrinsic to the film. Yeah, it seemed like it. I forget okay. the exact movie that was used for it. Um, I think it was like specialty made. It was like a forty-minute movie that was specialty yeah. made for it. Um. But yeah, it, there's I, just I want to see how a film worked that you couldn't understand it if you couldn't smell it because that sounds really interesting. Well, I mean, the smell of vision has been around. I mean, freaking Walt Disney wanted to incorporate it into Fantasia, and I feel like if there's yeah. any movie that would have to depend on smell, like that had the opportunity for that, that movie would be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like. There's also another movie I should mention. There's this other movie that I saw in my research where, like, the villain, you never see the villain, but you only see his shadow. And whenever you see a shadow, like, the smell of tobacco would come into the room. And so that when you smell tobacco, so cool. you, you know the guy's there. That's which, 
That is so pretty cool. cool. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. radical. Yeah. I yeah, dang it. That is pretty cool. I I love like that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of I started writing this up as a bad idea. Now we're talking about it. Smellvision's cool kind of shit. awesome. Tell yeah. Smellvision in terms of creative uses, like especially because you know I love just goofy villains, silly villains. I love that shit. I mean, I, I made a feature mm-hmm. film about them. I I like that's I love them. Right and. I also feel starved of them in like mainline cinema, like especially like Disney animation does not have silly villains. And so just the idea of a really creative, a villain so creative that it is changing what senses are being utilized to detect that villain is so cool. Yeah, it is. Dang it. Now I'm mad. What if this episode's about good ideas? Maybe we got to use that cover that my uh, my sister made where it's just good ideas with Brad and Hank and she just color reverse and put a check mark over where the no should be. And but, we're you know, smiling. <laughs> before we keep praising Smell-O-Vision, we can go talk more about Smell-O-Vision and its competitors like Aromarama and Odorama and Aromascope and its modern uses in the movie like Rugrats Go Wild and Spy Kids. Uh-oh, and like, that and movie, bad. Yeah, and like movie theaters where it can be used today, like those 4DX theaters and like 90% of rides at Disneyland. But we don't have yeah. time for that. And I we don't are going to talk about 4D theaters, right? I mean, not really, because there's some worse ideas that I have on this list. Okay, I got to talk about 40 theaters. Do you want to go off right now? For one. Yeah, I'll go off right now. Um, there was this, I, I just have this idea for a 40 theater experience that I want to make a thing. Um, <laughs> so, I might have told you about this before. One time I went to, it was an aquarium. I think it was in Virginia Beach. And they had this aquarium and you could like, they had an IMAX theater. And you could yeah. go to watch a movie about sea life it was one of those kind of goofy like a little a little campy documentaries that plays in an imax it's just like the world of the sea and yeah. and it plays some footage of some sea animals and you've got some basic narration and then you go and you know the children go wow and you know you move on but this is a 4d theater so they had a few things that they could do and it just blows my mind that there's a 4d movie about sea animals at an aquarium where you could actually go see them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, right there. It you know, so, <laughs> right there. I mean, I would think that maybe you could learn some cool facts about it, but it really was just look at this. Yeah. You fish. could also learn some cool facts at the aquarium. I don't know. You see, maybe you get to catch something that they died. They haven't done in the tank. Okay. Um, but so they had two things they could do spray water in your face. Again, you you could theoretically get water in your face anywhere else in the aquarium with a yeah. little bit of effort, maybe, but you could. I mean, you um, get kicked out, but yeah. Yeah. But then there was another function that was only used once when some camera was filming an eel and it like kind of like bites at the camera. And there's just a fucking like metal rod in your chair that just <laughs> jabs you in the back. Yeah, I've it been just, in like, some of those theaters before and those suck. It, it sucks. It's not fun. It's... It, Hurts. The snake doesn't bite you in the back. Yeah. I've now I've been to like cool 4D experiences. Like Disney's got some cool shit. I remember the Bugs Life one was like really neat with some of the techniques they use. That's the one that I haven't been there, but I've heard of horror stories. Everyone, you're the first person I've talked to about this ride or like movie. Everyone I know hates it. Oh, it's I would never do it again, but it's really neat. Okay. Because they make it feel you make they make you feel like there's bugs crawling around on you. It's nuts. I don't like um, it. Um but I have an idea. I think that I want to do a 4D movie experience where you watch Minions in a 4D theater and every time there's a joke, it jabs you in the back with the metal rod. <laughs> every time one of the Minions shows their butt, it jabs you in the fucking back. Anyway, one of them says banana, bam! Just to remind you, like, oh yeah, this is a kid's movie. One of them movie. gets hit in the head with an anvil, bam! <laughs> God. Stop. Stop with the banana. <laughs> Just make you hate the movie. That's my only goal. Wow. That's an awful idea. Let's do it. Roll credits. Roll credits. Um, <laughs> no good ideas. We'll be right back. All right, let's hear about some other bad uh, movie gimmicks. So the reason why I wanted to make this episode about movie gimmicks in general, I was really just going to do Smell-O-Vision or whatever it's called. And now there's like 12 different names for it. When I was researching this, I came across a guy 
by the name of William Castle. And he's like the Al, the, the freaking Al Hitchcock, the Al Hitchcock, Alfred, in a way. Yeah, yeah our dude. Mo- yeah, you know, the guy I took an entire class on, that guy, of yeah. movie gimmicks. So he was an oh. American horror movie director with a reputation of just churning out movies quickly and cheaply. But a lot right. of them had these insane gimmicks to get people to see the films. And his okay. first gimmick actually wasn't for a movie. It was for a play uh, back in the 1930s. He wanted to produce a play with a specific actress from Germany. Her name was Ellen Schwenke. Schwenke? I'm going to say Schwenke, but it's yeah. probably wrong. I'm sorry, Ellen. Uh, you're probably in our life now, unfortunately. Um, but, but apparently there was this rule with the German theater guild that German actors could only perform in plays that are originally performed in Germany. And this play wasn't Whoa. in Germany. Um, so uh, he, this guy wrote an entire fake play in German in a weekend just so it seemed like she was performing in a German play. So we like, what play is she in? Oh, she's in this play. Yeah, I wrote it. Uh, or just he, he didn't even write it. It was just in German. Um, wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Uh, yeah. But the play wasn't doing so well attendance-wise, and he needed to put, you know, the butts in the seats. You know? That's kind of yeah. important when you're making theater. Yeah. Uh, Ellen was actually, so this is in the 1930s, and obviously Germany, and obviously blah, 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 blah. Uh, Ellen was asked by Nazi Germany to come and perform in Munich, and she refused because, you know, Nazis. Um, oh, good and, for her. Yeah, right? And yeah. so Castle saw this as an opportunity. Uh, but the next morning, the entire theater was vandalized by what looked like Nazis with swastikas everywhere and vandalism everywhere. But here's the twist. The guy, Castle, actually vandalized the theater. And he marketed the play as the lead being, quote, the girl who said no to Hitler. And now everyone came and saw this movie. Whoa. Yeah. So it's starts... Right? Yeah. That was some early, like, kind of political, like... How to put this? I don't know. Yeah, just like, sort of like fake outrage. Yeah, I mean... Kind of. Yeah. Real outrage, but like... Doing something fake to amplify it, I I think if it's like clickbait, you know, the the play isn't about this girl saying no to Hitler, but it stars... This yeah. girl who's, you know, went against this dictator. So which is cool and a reason cool. to go see it. Right. Genuinely. Exactly. It's like, remember the uh the movie, the the um the interview that was like about yeah. North Korea? Very much like that. Yeah. Except I don't that wasn't faked. That actually did happen. Where they yeah. got Sony got hacked and shit. <laughs> right. You know, but like but, it kind of the same thing where it's like, hey, they said they don't want you to see this. It's what's it called? Is it the uh What's the rule or the effect? Is it Streisand effect? The Barbara Streisand effect? Yeah. 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 Everyone, yeah Streisand she effect. didn't want people to see photos of her house, so everyone kept sharing photos of her house. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so throughout the 1950s, he would go and incorporate like these types of gimmicks into his movies to get hmm. people to go and see him. Another gimmick by Castle was the movie The House on the Haunted Hill. It was presented in Emerjo. And he said, elements of the movie would leave the screen and go and interact with the audience. In reality, he really meant he had a skeleton with red eyes connected to a wire dangling from the ceiling. And during the climax of the movie would come out and like fly around the audience and kids would throw their concessions at it, trying to knock it down. And then going back to It's Tough to Be a Bug, uh, there's this one movie called The Tingler that was being shown in Percepto. These uh, names are awesome. They're really good names. They're and really there's, great. There's this like monster character in the movie that attaches the people's spinal cords. And the only way you can get rid of it is by screaming. And in the finale of the movie, spoiler alert, if you want to see this movie. Uh, I, I don't, don't know what. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. So in the finale, the monsters escapes into the actual theater audience. And some of the seats in the, this is insane, some of the seats in the theater were equipped with military surplus plane wing de-icers that would vibrate the back of the seat, making it seem like the monster was on your back. Kind of radical. Military equipment, questionable. (laughs) But 
conceptually, <laughs> that's pretty fucking cool. Especially yeah. if you tell them the only way to get rid of it is to scream how to amplify a theater experience. Right. And the way that it seemed like it was going off like one seat at a time. So it was like traveling through like the audience. Uh, this it's rocks. A, it's pretty cool. Once again, this ain't a bad. The skeleton with red eyes, that's a bad idea. That's pretty stupid. He, yeah. Emerjo, good name, but bad idea. This, fucking rad. <laughs> and we can't forget about the movie Homicidal in 1961. Oh. With the climax of the movie near the end where the main character was trying to avoid a murderer. There was a one minute quote fright break timer and anyone who is too scared to finish the movie, they would be able to leave during this one minute break. And they had like footprints on the ground leading your way out. So they said, like, just follow the footprints and then you'd go into the lobby to the quote cowards corner um, and you would not only get a refund to the movie, um, but they would also be given a blood pressure check. And be forced to sign a card stating, I am a bona fide coward. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) That is really mean. It's really Really unnecessarily mean. So funny. That's really funny. Yeah. Just what, like, that's so, these gimmicks, (laughs) these rocks. Yeah. And there's like they're saying in like I think it was like a trailer or something saying like not to spoil the end to the movie to anyone who wasn't able to finish it because he said like if you coward. do no they say if you do they'll kill you if they it's like the director of the movie saying this if if they don't I will and it's like the director of the movie saying they'll kill holy you holy like, shit <laughs> like oh my god Damn, we're just threatening to kill our viewers now yeah and if if I had had if I had been to another one of his movies and I'd had a military grade de-icer um, rattle my butt, um, <laughs> maybe I'd be worried about it. Maybe, right. worried. maybe he put a military grade, I don't know, gun in the maybe. seat. <laughs> There's just a gun in the seat. And I'm like, oh, let's <laughs> go off at any point. That would be a crazy, like, gimmick where you get a, okay, you get a, you get a theater plant, like a you know, like an audience okay. plant, like a fake guy. Yeah. And um, they sit and they say every theater, one of the seats has a gun in the back, just like loaded. And at the very end or wherever, where in the day, and it's going to go off at the end of the movie. It's someone is going to die. And then they go up and they're like, I can't watch this movie anymore. And they leave and the gun goes off. I'm like, oh, snap someone just anyway so that's my idea for that a is... movie gimmick no that's a bad idea that mm-hmm. threatening to kill a single viewer of a movie like yeah. and say there is a gun and it will kill you well it doesn't even have to be real i'm not gonna kill someone oh maybe it would be cool if it was real anyway um <laughs> more interesting so anyway back back to this willie this billy castle character it literally got to the point where financial backers were like begging him to stop using big gimmicks because they're (laughs) getting too expensive they're like please stop doing this and then we can't hire big name actor uh uh give me a big name actor from when he was operating i'm blanking uh well there was this uh one movie that he made um Joan with Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford, I think I've heard that name. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, yeah, you cannot have Joan Crawford actually walk out and shake hands with some of the viewers and then walk back in into the screen. You can't hire her to do that. Well, in one of the movies, uh, he actually hired Joan Crawford to star and sent her on a promotional tour to select theaters. And this was right around the time where <laughs> like the the backers were like, hey. Can you stop doing the big stuff? And he's like, fine. I'm oh just going to have like this a big name. This is literally my joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to have a big name uh, be in the movie. And then at the last minute, he made cardboard axes that he made and gave them out to everyone who saw the movie. <laughs> it's like, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> this guy is awesome. <laughs> Wait. So, so they, they, he's, he like, now I like the idea that 
and maybe this is what happened and I'm misinterpreting it, but that um, John Cro Joan Crawford was out supposed to go on the tour, the promotional tour for the movie, but then when she would go out to meet the audiences, they all had axes. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. The, the gimmick fun. attack Joan Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> the attack movie is in real life. Um, <laughs> so th these gimmicks were like for like older movies though, and I feel like yeah. this is, I feel like when it was back when it was more common, when movies were new and be like, we could do anything. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like the metaverse now. And somehow we've just taken VR and made like, well, what if we could do like work? And I'm like, no, I want to play video games. Yeah, yeah. It blows my mind. We take this really cool like medium that you could do like anything with. We're like, what if we work on it? I'm like, no, you can do <laughs> yeah, anything no. else. I don't want to work on that. I want to no. work in person, actually. I don't even yeah. like doing it online. Exactly. I'm with you there. Yeah, let's get back. Hey, America, let's get back to work. <laughs> yeah, can we get back to, to the office, please? It's hard to make friends online. Yeah, and that's why I'm running. I'm running for president. Just kidding. Um, yeah, baby. <laughs> Big announcement. <laughs> On so, podcast. Yeah. Or uh, there'll be two people who'll be like, oh, my God, I'm voting for him. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so these are older movies. Let's talk yeah. about some more modern ones. Okay. Um, like, for example, and this isn't too much modern, but I think of the movie like Clue. You've seen the movie Clue? Yeah. 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 yeah back Tim when Curry? That, yeah. Back, you know, uh, spoiler alert for Clue, and I actually mean this because go see Clue if you haven't. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the movie, if you watch it on like home video or on streaming, they have like, they have the ending and be like, well, what if this happened? And then what if this yep. happened? And the reason why they did that is because when it was released in theaters, you had the chance of seeing one of those endings and it changed depending on what theater you were in. So you could see it multiple times and have a different ending. Yeah. That's awesome. And they actually do this. This is the same thing with the sequel to the movie Unfriended, Unfriended Dark Web, where there was two endings and you could go back and see the other ending. Uh, oh. But that means you would have to see unfriended dark web more than once so it's not worth and it I'm taking a guess that it wasn't yeah it wasn't good yeah. enough to see more than once yeah um and then i'm gonna end with this big one this one is pretty crazy there's this movie called 100 years it was announced in 2015 it was written by john malkovich and directed oh. by robert rodriguez and it Holy features shit. a song by pharrell williams so big names attached to this yeah this, this is another small thing international like the stars like movie stars from all over the world like the biggest in each country and uh, it's, it's a short film um but it's a film that was created as a partnership with louis the 13th cognac um and it will release on november 18th 2115 what and so, and so i'm assuming that the cog cognac is uh aged 100 years i'm, I'm guessing and um, that's the the gimmick yeah and it will it's currently being held in a high security safe behind bulletproof glass and is being branded as the movie you will never see. And they're planning like a full premiere for it. Everyone involved in the movie has tickets that they can give away to this event and it'll be officially on their released deathbed. on their deathbed and it'll be released in 2115. 100. Kind of mad I won't see that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm mad and too. I think, I think that Robert Rodriguez seems like a cool guy. Yeah. That makes made, campy shit. And I don't want to see it. <laughs> made Spy Kids. Yeah. He made the, the Book of Boba Fett. That was kind of rough, but I don't think it was his fault. Uh, oh, I didn't know yeah. he made that. Yeah. That was what's crazy is that everybody's like, why is the Book of Boba Fett look so campy? It's like, they did hire the Spy Kids director to do this. He has some campy sensibilities. And I like that personally. I think that's great and should okay. have a place in Star Wars, but other people didn't. Um, I think the writing is what sucked, and that's not his fault. Well, all right. Anyway, well, yeah, this is a Star Wars review channel. There's another one now. Um, yeah. This is the 90th, like, Star Wars review podcast. I'm turning it into that. Anyway, so that's a cool gimmick. Yeah. However, it's also a frustrating gimmick because I don't get to see the payoff to that. Right. Most likely. Yeah, but... Rats. Yeah. There's also, like, I remember a reading in, like, Nick Magazine. Remember Nick Magazine? Um, yeah that there's like this one song that's being played and it's like orchestrated to last like a hundred years and you could go to like this one place and it's like being played for a hundred years. That sounds cool. 
Yeah, That's I feel like something cool. like that could be done pretty easily with like AI, like yeah, machine generation. Or you could just you make a song brightness. and make it like point zero 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 one percent speed, and just p- press play. And or, I mean, you could just make a song and then just loop it, and as long as it doesn't stop, it is still it technically could be that song. That is true. So true. Not hard. Yeah, it's not as impressive as I thought it was. Anyway, yeah. but that's that's that. Those are some movie gimmicks. Which one did you like the best? Uh, well, I think the names Emerjo. The name Emerjo is awesome. Yeah. Um, but that was the worst idea out of these. I think that that was the uh the skeleton dangling. Yeah, the fright break. I think that might funny. be my favorite. That's because it's so funny. It doesn't require any interaction. But it just makes the viewers feel good about themselves for staying. Right. Or it makes it so that you get to publicly shame someone, which is activating people's neurons that haven't really been used since, like, tarring of feathering went out in vogue in, like, the late 1700s. Let's bring back public shaming. Yeah, yeah, dude, just, like, putting people in the town square in those wooden... uh, And I'm not talking, like, online cancellation. I'm talking, like, yeah, but bring it to the town square and everyone be like, yo, you suck. And throw fruit at them. Throw fruit. Involve throwing fruit. Yeah. Dude, Elon Musk, Elon Musk, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, Elon, make it so that there's a new function on Twitter where if you don't like something, there's, like, you know, there's a like, retweet, and then there's throw fruit. And other people see an animation on the tweet of a fruit being thrown at it. I think they should, it should directly send rotten fruit to their door and be like, ah, I got, I got fruited. Now I, that's a mo- a twit, uh, social a media bit. gimmick. Now that, that's, that, uh, I, 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 a bad idea after I respond to a text after this. Anyway, uh, let's go to, speaking of bad ideas, let's go to good idea, bad idea of the week. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about good and or bad ideas that have impacted us this week and hank i'm allowing you to go first while take a sip of this beverage excellent you know i think for my good idea i know that this will be out by the time that um this releases i think it's not out on netflix yet but glass onion knives out glass onion it's definitely out in theaters yeah uh well in its limited run you should go watch that movie on Netflix. I'm excited, dude. It, Ryan Johnson makes good movies that are fun. Yeah. I especially love how they look. Just like something about his visual style. I haven't pinpointed what it is, but it just it looks really great. And um, that movie is just as fun as the first one. It's it's just a fucking blast. So I'm excited. Watch that movie on Netflix. Um, don't miss it. There's more coming out. I cannot wait. It's really exciting seeing a new IP emerge. Yeah. And like, like a totally like independent original idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've got some old IPs that it's not exciting to see them emerge. Like I like me some Star Wars, but it's not a new thing to see a new Star Wars show. It's another Star Wars show. Seeing a new one start feels really special to be like, yeah, I was there. I was mm-hmm. there when it began. I was a day one fan. Yeah. I didn't exist for, you know, 20 odd years after Star Wars started. So I wasn't able to be there for the origin right. origination of that. So it's like me with the Kraken. Baby, go Kraken. Yeah, you I, get to be you get to be the day one fan. I was day one. I've been a really lifelong exciting. Kraken fan. Speaking of that, they're playing right now. I'm gonna do a yeah. live check-in and see how the Kraken are doing. How are they doing? Let's see. So my team today played a game that <laughs> oh tie two two seven. 54 left in the third, which is the final period. Oh, I shit. am definitely watching this after we're done. It's a game. It's a it good a game. game. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the Chiefs had a good game today as well, although not we not good in the that. sense of like. Did I was that on record on recording? Uh, I, it would probably go into that. We didn't really have like a solid. Yes, I recorded okay, it. Okay. As we so were I talking. already said that. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs had yeah. an embarrassing game today. So, but. It was a close game, which made it an exciting game. So we got close games today. Yeah. That's good. And Argentina, like dude, games. did you watch that? I saw I the World Cup. Attention. It's okay. No. You're American. You don't have to. It was, <laughs> Gee, it was, I have the right not to. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it was funny. hands down the best game of soccer I have ever seen, though. It was wow. so intense. 
and like everyone who like hypes up soccer to be like the greatest game yeah this is the game that they were talking about it was Damn, like it was that good i have to watch yeah. that <laughs> yeah genuinely like really... after the fact that sounds yeah. awesome it was really I, good. fun fact i was actually in italy when they won the world cup and i think oh. 2006 wow it was pretty cool seeing the nationwide freak out yeah that we was don't fun. have that in the U.S. When we win in like the Olympics, because we don't, we're never going to win the World Cup. Like that's exactly, not, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> I mean, go USA, but like, it's not going to happen. Um, and then when we just assume we win in the Olympics, <laughs> and yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, uh, oops, did it again. Yeah. Um, and then like with football, it's like only one town, right, gets to do the whole thing. Everybody yeah. else is just kind of like, well, shit, those ads kind of sucked. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so sports. I had an idea for an uh uh football ad gimmick. Well, um, I eventually, you know, I think I now have a goal of becoming rich just so that I can buy a Super Bowl or not maybe not Super Bowl, that's too much, but like a football game ad space. Yeah. There was some ad that started where it was like the school winter play was going really well and it like and then my mom we recorded it we stopped we started watching a little late because we recorded it so we could skip some ads and then my mom started skipping but then i was like i think it'd be funny if like i just bought an ad spot and it was like the the school play was going really well and then the lead actor was hit by a truck and then it's just a picture it's just a picture of like some kid and it never advertises a product it's a product what that just like an immemorial thing for some kid that doesn't exist. People would I just go think insane. Just throwing a curveball at like people who expect a comfortable ad watching experience would be really entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be weird. It'd be something. Like seeing people just like, wait, what was that an ad for? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. Let me talk about so, my good idea of the week. My yeah, good yeah, sorry, idea. I'm moving going on. That <laughs> no, was another, I've talked about multiple shitty hypothetical ideas. I have minions with getting jabbed in the back by a metal rod. Yeah. Um, a shitty ad that's for nothing where a kid just dies. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, strange. I'm on the no good ideas streak today. You're on the you're on the naughty list. It's, yeah, it's yeah. It's December 18th the... as we're recording this. Oh, shit. I don't want yeah. Okay. Well, um, give me another good idea so maybe I can back get back on the good list. Poppy. Poppy? We're talking about poppy, dude. Prebiotic soda. Uh-huh. It's soda infused with apple cider vinegar for that prebiotics. Get your gut health all checked. Yeah. And dude, it is so good. It's a little more expensive than a regular can of soda. But you yeah. go down to uh, whatever, Albertsons, Whole Foods, wherever you got. And you go and get poppy, my favorite flavor. They have this one called Doc Pop, which is their version of Dr. Pepper. It is... 15 calories, five grams of sugar, tastes exactly like Dr. Pepper. And it's all natural ingredients. Like they got, like they have stevia, I guess, which is the one okay. thing. Well, I mean, that is still natural. Um, But yeah, it's like, it's so good. Dang, and, and so it doesn't taste like kombucha-esque? No, not at all. Really? Yeah. Dang, I might have to get some of that. And it has caffeine, but it's like uh, green tea caffeine, so oh, it doesn't make you all jittery. Well, so does do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I'm straight up gonna try that. Yeah. Sounds awesome. That's my good idea of the week. Get some poppy. Okay. Yeah. Poppy, if We've you're got listening, a movie please and a product endorsement. Us. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Glass Onion sponsors. Glass Onion has also had some really good product tie-ins. I've been continually impressed. I we played um Among Us last night, not to brag, and they had like a tie-in there, didn't they? Yep. Which makes total sense. Yeah. Well, it'll make even more sense when you see the movie. Uh yeah it's funny it's good anyway uh, and then uh uh outback steakhouse i went to outback steakhouse for uh my friend's oh. gradu graduation i thought you were saying outback steakhouse was your good idea of the week i'm like all right weird <laughs> curveball here <laughs> another one you get a second one bonus <laughs> yeah no we went to the outback steakhouse for uh after my best friend's graduation uh london he he got his master's london's been on the show he got his yeah. master's Go Shout London. Out. Good idea of Shout the week. Get, get your get your masters. Um, and yeah, everyone we went go out. out and get your masters. <laughs> go out and get your get a masters real quick. What's stopping you anyway? Continue. There was a baby that got a doctorate. Um, Didn't deserve there. it. Not at all. No. Um, but so we went out at Steakhouse afterwards, and they have a promotion for uh, who murdered the bloomin' onion for glass onion, and it's a promotion where 
if you, I'm just gonna straight up just gonna give them the promotion advertising here because I think it's hilarious. Uh, you go and you buy a Bloomin' Onion, and then if you send them a video of you destroying the receipt, destroying the evidence of the first Bloomin' Onion, you get a second one free. That's so funny. Also, Bloomin' Onions are the most unhealthiest thing on Earth. Yeah. So getting two Bloomin' Onions <laughs> is like... That's murdering like, your arteries. Yeah, that's that's murder right there, but that is so funny. Yeah, I was like, that's that's really great. And so I've got like a whole diagram about destroying the evidence. So, and you get people to film attacking a receipt. That's yeah. funny. That's funny. Wow. Good cause. That's really good. I Dang. like that. Yeah. So so Glass Onion has had some great product tie-ins. Another testament to that being an excellent movie. Yeah. Speaking of product tie-ins, let's tie yeah. in some personal products that we have with us yeah. in social media. Hank, where can we find you? YouTube.com backslash Hank Farr. Check out all my animation and film work. Check out my video game Little Brothers Turn on Steam. And um, check out uh, the, my Lego hobby building at Far Away Bricks on Instagram. Nice. Bradley, what about you? What are you your product tie-ins? My products are at Bradley with an E on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Letterboxd, maybe Twitter. Um, and you can go to brad.rocks to see everything that we or I really have ever done. Um, and you can review this podcast. No good five ideas stars. with Brad and Hank. Five stars wherever you can or review less podcasts. If you want to be honest, but uh, nope, five. We'll cry. Please, please give us five. It really, if you give us low, it doesn't help us algorithmically. We'll so no, and we will cry. But on like, really, yeah, you should on really camera, give us next episode. There will be yeah. sobbing. Yeah, if we if we give us less than five, it actually sends us down. So please just review us five. Um, yeah, genuinely, really helpful. Please, please do. Uh, review us five stars. I'm begging you, please review <laughs> us. Um, and you can also follow this show at No Good Ideas Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and maybe Twitter. And you can also go to NoGoodIdeasPod.com and get all the links and updates there. Excellent. That's the well, episode. We did it, guys. We did the we episode. We did it. We 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 saw a couple movie gimmicks. Unfortunately, this podcast does not have any gimmicks. Although I was really excited about the possibility of a no good ideas smell illusion. Maybe we'll revisit that later for yeah. when we've got a particular a particular stinker of an idea that uh, you you got to smell. Until next time, this has been No I Good Ideas with Brad and Hank. And now I'll just I'll do. The outro. We didn't, I mean, we talked about soccer in this episode, but soccer doesn't have, well, it's football. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, easy. Football! <laughs> <laughs>